The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Good episode of UFC Unfiltered today. Dana White's Contender Series winner Charles Bird calls in. Matt and myself are hanging out. We goof off and we get stood off. But we get stood off. I'm gonna keep going. What? Stood up. We get stood up. I don't know. A guy fighting for a belt. Charles are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is. UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I'm Jim Norton. Matt Sarah's here with me. Hello, Jimmy. I like that. I was saving it, Jimmy. I, I was like kind of mellow the whole time sitting here. Yeah, you are. So I just cut you off no, mid-sentence like and just yell your name. I love it. Sorry, Jimmy. Go ahead. Well, saying? obviously, we have to. We have this. This is obviously huge. And everybody's talking about. Let's talk about tickets it. for my tour are on sale yes! at jimnorton.com. Yes! If you want to come and see me live, I'm hitting at least 15 or 20 cities from uh, September to November. Kneeling room only. Uh, New York, LA, a whole bunch of places. I like it very much, actually. Your, your promotion is a lot better than mine. So go to jimnorton.com if you want to see me live. A brand new hour of material. Now, ooh, I just made a little I know, guess. you did that. I couldn't help it. This I, John Jones news has me very upset. Yeah, they, now, it's get, now it's getting us all upset because you're shitting yourself. By the, time, by, by, by the time people hear this, we all, you know we pre-tape a day before, there may be other statements that come out by the time you hear this. So we have to say that because you may hear it and we sound like outdated idiots. Like, what do these guys do? You know, you can only tape a podcast a day in advance. Day late. But listen, it's fucking crazy news. Chris... The producer. I can't just say Chris. It sounds <laughs> weird at this point. Yes. What did you find out about this uh, so-called steroid? Yeah. So according to TMZ, what? he tested positive for a steroid called Turinabol, and it's in, typically an oral steroid. It has a six-week detectable uh, cycle, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Like you could find it in the system for six weeks. And he failed an in-competition test, which means... At the weigh-ins, right? Wait, hold it's on. It's sometime between the weigh-in and when the fight is. It's the well, 12 hours well, preceding the fight. Let me ask... All right, you, yeah. you just you just said a fancy word. Mm-hmm. What the what does that mean? What does that do? Weigh-in is what they do when the no, fight... No, I, oh. I, I understand. <laughs> I understand, Jimmy. I, I did those weigh-ins. But, uh... So if you, ta- if you take... What? No, this... motherfucker. The, the steroid itself. What does the steroid Turinabol. do? Oh, Turinabol. Yeah, fuck it. Oh, Turinabol. Everybody should know that. I know what it is. I take it. What is it, Jimmy? Oh. Makes you impotent, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you know what it does? I do know it's good for repair and for injury recovery. I know that. Yeah, it... it, it, What is it? It allows for more free testosterone. Basically, what you would do... Like, you know, I'm not an expert on it, but I was reading it, that you would stack it, typically, with another type of anabolic steroid because it provides, like Jimmy said, a lot of... um, you know, recovery. And Fast heal. recovery. Yeah. And they said it makes you stronger, not necessarily bigger. Leader, well, listen, right? yeah. Does it, yeah. it makes you, you're saying strong, so it makes you more powerful. Right. It so could. he's when he's throwing a kick, it's going to be more powerful than if he's not on this shit. But the, Possibly, but right? The, the question is, if what? would he be crazy enough, because it's got a, a four to six week ramp up, it wouldn't be like he would take it the day of because it wouldn't do you any it good. It would do to nothing do. to take it. I don't care what he took it. No, no, but that's, but that's why it doesn't make sense that he would take it. Well, let's... Right, the, because that, but, but let me say because that's right. why, like the detectable, it's detectable for six weeks. So if he didn't, fail, or the oral is, uh, gets out of your system faster, I've been told, than the injected. Okay, but even if it's say it's two weeks, whatever, okay. you know, he, if he didn't fail another drug test 
within two three weeks before the fight. If that's the only test he failed, why would he take why would he a take steroid a th- twelve hours before the fight when that's going to do absolutely? And he knows he's going to be tested. He knows because <coughs> I heard he even tested like seven times this year already. Yeah, I'm sure he was. Yeah, he's like what? He's not that stupid. He couldn't be that stupid. Uh, just people listen to people. I mean, you can't. I mean. He got listen. Obviously, they stripped him of the title. Right? No, 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 he's, he's, not, not, been no, he's not. not officially. No, they're waiting until they go through the the B sample and I, all that well, stuff. All right, you wanna? We uh, we didn't hear from him yet. Uh, well, at least we didn't. If he I hear so. he's devastated. Yeah. So, but you heard that's what you heard. He's devastated. He's devastated. Yeah. What, what, devastated that he got busted, or well, just that, that this whole—I mean, he's not going to say that. He, but with devastated, I know someone on his team, one of his trainers, I think, was saying that this whole thing is a setup. I don't believe it's setup. a setup by who? Uh, Usada or I. Here's what I, this is going to sound crazy. It's an independent company, the USADA. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't think that's what they're alluding to. I think maybe he's just implying that somebody oh. put something where it shouldn't have been. And, well, who knows? Is but. it possible? And maybe I'm just a big uh, John Jones whore. This microphone smells weird. Uh, maybe it's your fucking ass. No, my ass smells good. You want to switch okay. it? No. All right. Um, is it possible? Talk to me. It, it, only because it doesn't make sense that he would take this right before the fight. Is it possible? That somebody could put a pill in your drink. I know I would not say that about any other circumstance, other than the fact it seems too crazy <laughs> under the scrutiny he's under. And I know I'm probably wrong, but it sounds insane to take it the day of the fight. Or what do you think? Maybe someone told me it wouldn't get busted. He did. I, I don't. We can sit here and assume all day long. It's so weird. But if it is true, let's say it is true. Yeah. We can say it's not true all day long, and we don't know. We I just find don't know. out. But if it is true that yeah. he took a. a uh, a you know a um, performance enhancing drug yeah to to help him in this fight and the way that fight ended sure if he is guilty I don't I would I don't think this guy should ever fight again I think I think it's almost I think it's assault is what I think it is I think it's criminal okay. is what I think it is he hit him with that he, when you're going in there and now especially you're doing it by the I mean listen I never took anything I never I always completed. Uh, competed, uh, you know, by the rules. As far as I never did anything. Now, if I th- if somebody did something that that I fought, and who knows if they did back when I, you know, right in the day. Uh, if I found out they did, and they and they're and I got hurt in that fight, like look at DC man, that fight, all the the memes that were made, and oh oh he's crying, oh he got and he's stumbling around the thing, he got his he almost got decapitated. If this is if this turns out to be true and he's guilty, man, I don't, I don't mean that guy could, I don't. There's no one. They're saying, oh, it could be the end of his career. There's a four. It should be the end of his career. It should be. I don't think the guy should ever. If he's guilty, he should not be able to fight again, and uh, it should be criminal, man. I mean, in a sense where. It's like assault. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and unfair. I'm- it's fucking unfair. You're doing you're in the, you're doing bodily harm to somebody, and it's not a level playing field. And I'm not saying that I'm such a naive idiot that I think somebody spiked it. I'm only saying that because of the way this thing seems to work, and it just <laughs> it, it makes so it literally makes no sense to me how a guy coming back from this under the scrutiny he's under could be so stupid as to do. Yeah. Like I can't I, I can't comprehend this, well, someone being that. We, we I'm also, not saying they couldn't be, but I'm, you know what I mean. It, it, it's hard for me to wrap my head around anyone being that way. We also don't know what amount is in his system. You know what I mean? If, if it's like he popped a pill and that's what it is, or if it's a, a trace amount. You know, that's the thing. We really don't know. It could be another case of a contaminated. Yeah, I know. Supplement. Who knows? That's a, that's a stretch. Though. How many times these guys? It's <laughs> just weird to me that it's the. It is that twelve-hour window. You know what I mean. So it's like whatever happened. It, it would. Well, how not long make before sense. that was he tested? Maybe it wasn't that. Two, maybe it was two weeks before and he hadn't been tested. Well, what, no, you, no, but it's in competition, so it has to be out. twelve hours before the fight. That's but what if it's still in his system, and they test him twelve hours before the. It shows oh, up in competition. Right, yeah, right. maybe he took it two weeks before, thinking he could think he could cycle out right. of it or be out of it, and then all of a sudden a trace amount remained that right. he didn't know would remain. Possible. Yeah, can, can I don't I, know the, the time, but I don't know when he was tested before that. So. How can these guys avoid tests? Well, they can't really. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Hey, man. Listen, uh, it's really hard to to really like let loose on it until we know. Yeah. You know, know what's up, man. I want to hear what he has to say. What is he going to say about this? I don't want to believe it. If it's true, you know, it's obviously a huge betrayal of anybody who really believed in Jones. And we defended him on the show, and I've defended him on my other radio show, and I like the guy. Um, You know, there was things he had. He's a flawed person. 
but I didn't see him as a, a steroid cheat. And, and uh, a buddy of mine works out there, and he told me that a long time ago. He's like, he just doesn't have a reputation. As a, this one first happened. He's like, he does not have that reputation. So that's why you kind of just don't want it to be true that a guy is actively cheating. That a dick pill is re- one thing. Yeah, right. This um, is another. I read a uh, like a quote by him saying, uh, "Well, you know, after the first fight, he was saying that." Uh, it, what was the, what was DC saying? Like Jones was basically saying that you're saying I won I I won the first fight because uh, a steroids or something. What are you going to say after this? What's your excuse after this fight? So now this shit happens. You know what I'm saying? That's what, it, it so just, it's like it doesn't make know. sense that he after you know it's it's like it's I can't I can't describe why it doesn't make sense, but you know what I mean. What? It doesn't. It, it's like that literally somebody got caught cheating. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But that, of course, you're saying not. the circumstances. The circumstances. Not that right. he, he's above cheating, but literally, with everybody watching you, everybody talking about this, you're coming back from this. You're being tested. You know they're gonna fucking test you. Right. To still do it is, is is you're better off just losing the fight. People have a way of of trying to get around. I mean, let's think about this for a second. When did how long was John Jones? How long has Usada been involved? That John's been fi- like fighting in, in that, you know what I'm saying? Like, how long has USADA been involved with the UFC? And then look at how many times did John Jones fight after they've been involved? Right. Well, it's got to be, I mean, it kind of came into place after GSP l- retired. So, well, what, whatever. But, but so many, I, I'm trying, I'm just trying to. Let's see if we look, get yeah. that. That's th- three years that ago? Time. Yeah, three years or so. And, and see how many, and tell me how many times John Jones fought. After USADA's been uh, implemented yeah. into the UFC. Matt made this point to me last night, and I just know where he's going. It's a really, it's a very well, strong point. Well, let's see what's It's up. a strong point, though. Well, I want to well see. let's say, okay, so he fought against Glover Teixeira in April 2014. Then he fought in January 2015, April 2016, and July 2017. So let's say four, three, four fights. He, th- he fought that when it was? Yeah. That... You- Sure when, when did USADA start? When did USADA start, exactly? Do you know? Well, but he was going back to 2014. Yeah. That's what you're saying, I mean, I'm just guessing, but the, but let's see exactly when USADA started. Well, if you start assuming, you know what that means. Yeah. Wait, what? Do you make it a... I don't know. You make me do that? You're so funny, Jimmy. <laughs> it launched in June 2015. Oh, this is so interesting. So John many... has fought three times then. Under Since not including I'm... Cormier... This no, including no, not including before this. So twice before this. Then we, we right, so. the first Cormier fight in 2015, January 3rd, 2015. Oh no, it would be. So he's only fought once. The oh, Open State Proof fight. Fucking Matt Sarah got what Matt what we fucking Sarah night? on the phone last night. Said to me after we both we were done doing what we were doing. We were talking dirty. He said to me, <laughs> it, "This might have something to do with the fact if he's doing it that Usada." was not around for all this time, and the only fight he's had was OSP, right. and he did not fight as well. And that was Matt playing devil's advocate. You, you explain your point. I'm saying Matt no, said you, this to me last it. night, and you just said four, and now you're like, oh, no, it was just yeah, OSP. Yeah, it's actually that one Fucking fight, Matt right? Sarah. Hey, Chris, the producer, look at the guy, and didn't go, oh, okay, maybe I was wrong. Yeah, so you always text <laughs> me <laughs> saying, Mr. Was, Assume. He texts me a lot saying, Matt's stupid. I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Uh, no, that's a fantastic point. Yeah, man, he made that last night. If OSP was his only fight... So, so that means if he is busted for this, it I mean, talk about ruining your legacy. You might not be the same guy off that shit. So let, let's just say, I don't want to, I'm not that guy to attack a guy unless all the shit's out there. Sure. If it does turn out to be true, and you just stated the facts, Chris, the, actually, I brought that shit up. You kind of just read some shit. <laughs> oh, he fought four times since you saw that. Oh, my bad. Only one. The fight that he didn't look good in. I was just guessing. All right. <laughs> He said it like it was fucking fact, cocksucker. He did. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. you're, you're saying that a lot of those fights, the the rules may have been a bit hey. more lax, and and when and maybe someone said, "Look, you will not get Usada is here. You can't do this." And then he fought and didn't feel as well. I went, "Fuck it, I have hey, to chance it." It's it is a, a wacky dink, if anything. You know what I'm saying? Let's see it. Let's see what happens if he is busted and he did take a steroid. Am I talking funny? Because I feel like I got a belch. No. Okay. Uh, then it's a very, very, very interesting look on his whole career. So wow. let's just see what's up, man. And poor you Cormier. Know? Cormier said he's very emotional now. He's on his honeymoon. He's such a lovely guy. He's still yeah. emotional? No, I'm only fucking around. Of course he is. But listen. I'm, no, no, I mean, reading, hearing this news, oh, he doesn't man. know how to do it. He's, he's, he's going to be still the champ. Is what's going to happen. By the way, do we have his uh, statement, what, he, what Cormier said? Yeah, I have it over here. He oh, says, oh, I guess we don't get to read it. Uh, it's hard to find words to describe how I'm feeling right now. I'm disappointed. Well, talk about Cormier. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll, oh, I didn't mean to. Uh, really, really that's Carmen. Sorry, I didn't know. Nearly uh, <laughs> room only. Jokes like that, folks. Uh, he says, I'm disappointed <laughs> to hear the news. <laughs> it's very emotional. <laughs> Go ahead. It's very emotional. We as athletes are entitled to due process, and I will refrain from saying much more until I know exactly what happened. Yeah, he's, uh, I mean, he would remain the champ, but that's got to still weigh heavy on his mind, even if John did do it and they reinstate Cormier. Um, that's still got to be honest, like that that thing, like oh my god. What? Well, he can fucking dude. If he cheated, no, no, but the same guy I couldn't beat twice or whatever. Well, he can't. Maybe he can't beat him because the guy's. Uh, listen, it's hard to even. I'm 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 talking as if he's guilty. I don't want to do that because it's. But uh, but, you know, there's a reason to be like, what the fuck? He did get, you know, flagged and and whatever. So t- when when this thing all plays out, and if it does come to light that he did in. In fact, cheat. DZ could have been undefeated. You understand? Like, I mean, right? I mean, he only Absolutely. has two losses. I mean, and, and he'll, we'll never know. He, we, he, if he's guilty, he robbed DC of an honest assessment if he is the best ever. Because, it, it, again, it, it's not fair. It's just not fucking, not only is he younger, reach and this and that, he knows how to fight. If he's cheating, man, I don't, to this guy, they, pff, people are saying, "Oh, his career, f his career, man." The guy almost deca- the guy. What? What if? So what if DC would have died from that head kick? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If he is, if he is found guilty, he should be brought up on like assault charges. That's what I think. Fuck yeah, throw it, throw the book at him. But let's see what happens. Yeah, I don't want to say he's he's guilty yet. No, it just much. makes no sense to me. But yeah, you know, you know. I don't know, man. I don't know. That point that Matt's you, OSP yeah. point is a, is a, is a good point. Yeah, somebody else is going to take credit for it. No, that's the best point I've heard so far about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. and Matt made well, it to hey, me. Man. Thank you. I like to say I was a part it's of it. Kind of like the barbershop branch thing. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, Cormier continued. By the way, he said, "In my mind, on July 29th, I competed and I lost. I thought John Jones was the better man that day. I don't know what to think anymore. Yeah. I can't believe we're going through all of this again." We'll by the way, that. that's the difference. And again, I'm not shitting on Ronda because I like her, but that's the difference between those two. Exactly. When you lose, you, you, you make a statement. Ronda's not a very good loser. It's okay to lo- you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's what it is. Hey, I think they were the better. Even Connor. No. You know, for as much shit as Connor talks, when Nate tapped him, I saw an interview Connor did. He's like, yeah, he was the better man. He beat me. Ta- it's he, a very he, bitter pill to swallow. But, but he took it like a fucking man. He lost. Bitter, that, that pill. It. Did he say that? Yeah, he said that. It's a bitter pill to swallow. Oh, it's a bitter pill to swallow. I can't do an accent. That's a bitter pill to swallow. Neither oh, can I. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like yeah. he, he talked about it. He didn't run away from it. You got to address it head on. And to me, that knock, that knocks that demon down because he said these are very dark days for him. Poor Cormier. Yeah. He's probably very depressed. Well, this is unbelievable. I mean, he's got to be just well, stunned I mean, by the whole thing. It's crazy. Dude, let's just see how this plays out. It's going to be interesting to say the least. Who do we got calling in? Charles yeah, Bird. Charles Bird. Charles Bird calling in. Kicking ass on the contender series. Yes, he is. <laughs> Two and oh. Good for him. He does a nice little thing. I uh, Chris the producer said he didn't have a wrestling bra- background when I asked him, but he doesn't like a. Almost, he's almost going down like a sacrifice throw, like slash lateral drop, and he did it. I saw him do it three times between both fights. He's about to get taken down. Oh, I'm almost on my ass out. The old uh, Rochambeau. Both fights on the Dana Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. Why are you saying that? To- like I'm like jealous that it's not looking for a fighter. So you say it like weird. <laughs> that is true. I didn't like that. I know, it's not Chris the producer. Very unnecessary. Yeah, a little like, yeah. <laughs> I like the contender series. I like looking for a fight better. Dana White looking for a fight. The San Diego one episode is out. Check that out. Oh, so much fun. It is. Myself, Dean Thomas, the hijinks, the laughter, the adventure. Are we going to find a fighter? I don't know. You have to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have someone on the phone. Jimmy? Hello, Hello there. Uh, how are you, sir? Charles Bird. How you doing, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Congratulations, being 2-0. I think he's asking who oh, it is. Thank you. Oh, sorry. This is uh, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. We're not as important as we thought we were. Sorry, <laughs> sorry Charles. <laughs> Charles, you're bang- you banging out a lot of interviews today. What's going on? Uh, just two. Just two. Oh, so uh, we're, we're one. We're one of two. Yeah. Oh, yeah there you go. This is UFC. Yeah, y'all, the more, y'all, y'all are definitely the bigger one, though. For oh, sure. thank, thank goodness. That made us feel a little better. <laughs> <laughs> so now, Charles, you're 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 a 33. You're from uh, Arkansas, and how long have you been fighting? Uh, I started fighting amateur. I was 2008. What did you do I before then? Uh, just played football, sports. I mean, I've always kind of been active, running, 
biking and stuff like that. Now you never you've never wrestled or no? Yeah, I wrestled in high school. Oh, well, you did. I asked my yeah, producer about your background, and he's like, oh, he did karate and take one dough. I go, what? No, Muay Thai, Muay Thai. Oh, Muay Thai. Yeah. I didn't know you had a wrestle, a little bit of a wrestling background, because I see you use uh, a sacrifice throw, like a like a lateral drop. What is the throw you use when you're about to get taken down, and I saw you use it three times within those two fights, and mm-hmm. it's like you go, I don't know if it's just an instinct of yours, or because it, it's not like a clean lateral drop, but it's money. You get on top. You're about to be taken down. And then you reverse it and get on top. Is that something you use a lot? Yeah, that's something I use quite a bit in training. My wrestling coach, uh, Coach Bertolino, that's something that I've, I mean, I learned that from him. And I, I mean, I just implemented in my game every time, you know, I feel the clinch over under. I mean, I, I can hit that throw from both sides. That's so gr- it's kind of something I always fall back on. That's, a, that's great, man, because the guy thinks he has you at the last second, man. Boom. I don't think mm-hmm. so. Bird on top. Yeah throwing bombs <laughs> listen you're getting a lot of how has your life changed a little bit from being on this a lot of people watching you on the uh, contender series yeah i just got a lot more notoriety just people reaching out to me on social media you know just just the different feel you know just feeling like i'm you know kind of you know accomplished something in the past few months i guess now uh what did, when you played football what position did you play i was running back and i was a safety oh, and okay. defensive end as well did you have any? Did you have any inclination to fight back then? Or did you have any idea that was something you wanted to do? Or would you do it like just just to just to fuck around? No, I've always wanted to fight. It's just you know never just taking the time. I got cut up, caught up with just sports in high school that I never actually because I wanted to box actually box and I get into actual kickboxing. Well, what what, what kind but, of what kind of area was Pine Bluff that you grew up in? Well, no, I was born in Pine Bluff. I'm I'm product of the United States Marine. I lived all over. Oh. That was just where I was born. Yeah, I lived in Hawaii, Cal- North Carolina, and California. Oh, okay. So did you go into special forces or nothing like that? No, no. My dad was in the Marines. He just moves us around a lot. You know, you know how the military is. Oh, you're not a Marine. Okay, how am I hearing this? No. Oh, okay. All right, because it didn't no, say that. I was like, well, I missed that on the prep sheet. Yeah, my father's military too, but he was Army Reserves, so we went nowhere. Okay. My father just went away. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, every, every like couple, once a year, he'd go away for like two weeks, um, you know, and just do on, on active duty. Yeah. Yeah, my dad stayed gone quite a bit. He was in Desert Storm and all that. Now, what were you going listen? After that second fight in the UFC, right after you submitted him, a couple minutes after, you get offered the contract now by Dana White. Now, what what are your emotions like when you get that contract? Ah, uh, man, I was just so, I mean, happy, excited, you know, feel like I finally got it done, you know, the second time worked, you know, I just, I'm just excited and, you know, excited for the, uh, the future, really, to see, you know, I test myself against the highest, the highest level there is. And I see your personal hero is Muhammad Ali. You're a big fan? You're a big fan of Muhammad Ali? I'm a huge fan of Muhammad Ali. Well, yeah, it's not surprising considering you wanted to box, but I'm going to guess it was more than just the way he fought. No, it was was everything about about Muhammad Ali. If I've had a chance, if you guys, I don't know if you had a chance to go visit the uh, Muhammad Ali Center in Louisville. Do you know I went to it? uh, I went into it for a minute and it was closed. I was down there doing uh, a gig. Yeah, I, I did go to the Ali Center. I think I bought two shirts. Uh, when I was down there, but I, I didn't, I didn't get to go in because they, uh, it was like five o'clock. It was just closing. Yeah, I, I, I made that trip out there. I mean, just everything about about who he was, you know, just kind of inspired me in a lot of ways. What do they have in the actual Ali Center? Oh, you know what I saw in that center? Did you see his big brown car? He had like some convertible Mercedes or something downstairs. Did you, did you see that? Is that when you first walk in the lobby? I think I did. I think I do remember seeing that. It is. Yeah, that's, that's all I do. I'm a big yeah. lobby guy. I went to Nashville. I went to the Johnny Cash Museum. I went to the gift shop, and then I fucking went right back out. I'm not. A, I'm not a big <laughs> museum guy. Yeah. Now his museum is pretty. It's pretty nice, man. They got all all this gear in there, and then just they have a theater where they kind of explain, you know, a lot of you know some things. That, I mean, I know there's a lot of things out Muhammad Ali, but there's a couple of things that a lot of people don't know that they show in that theater and like a little documentary. Which, which what was the coolest thing you saw there? Like, which piece of uh, his career did you like the most that you saw? I mean, the memorabilia, mean your the memorabilia and stuff like that, all the trophies. I mean, all that was cool. I mean, they showed everything from you know from start to finish that he had and trained in and fought in i mean the whole the whole setup is pretty nice i recommend anybody to go check it out now you your nickname is uh kid dynamite which obviously was uh that's how i first heard of mike tyson he was on the cover of sports illustrated i was in rehab yeah. at the time it's a long story but i think it was uh i think it was kid dynamite is what it said on the cover of sports illustrated he was 18 years old and undefeated now did that nickname come because you like uh tyson or did somebody give that to you 
No, it came because of Tyson. It did. I, I loved his style when he was kid down in my just. I mean, he took everybody out so quick. You know. Do you think he was? I think he was very underrated as far as being a smart guy in the ring too. Like you know, people thought he was just this brute who knocked people out, but he was a really like you talk to him or you listen to him talk about boxing. He's a really really knowledgeable, calculating guy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely. I mean, he talks about it, uh, about how, you know, he used to study all the old fighters and all the old tapes, Jack Dempsey and all those guys, Floyd Patterson. I mean, he's very intelligent in the way he fought. I mean, there was a lot of aggression, but, I mean, he was definitely knew what he was doing. Now, you're a fighter, so we'll ask you. I think you're the only fighter we're talking to today. There was a possibility we were going to talk to Ray Borg, but obviously he has bigger press to do. So, um, uh, what do you think of what's going on with uh, John Jones? You know, we're literally just getting the news. I don't know. I mean, I, I was shocked. I'm sure everybody's shocked. I just, I really don't know. That, I don't, I can only imagine what, I mean, what UFC feels, but I, I don't know. I mean, I figured, you know, after that, the first time and him coming back, the redemption, you know, the whole, everything, him getting his belt back, I mean, I, I would assume that, you know, he would, you know, not make that mistake. So I don't know. I really don't know what to think until they, I guess they do the, I'm sure they're probably going to test the uh, the sample. Is that what they're doing? Yeah, they got to test the B sample and then make a decision. And you know, I'm sure he'll appeal it. Now, now that you're you're a middleweight, so you got the contract. So what does that mean now? You're going to get a fight uh, on one of the UFC cards. Have they told you anything? Uh, no, not yet. I haven't heard anything yet. I haven't heard any, uh, as far as when they're going to book me next. What do you think? Ready. What do you think of the middleweight division in general? Uh, well, I think what I bring to the middleweight division. I mean, I know I don't have the, the big size, but I mean, I'm going to be always be in shape. I have the same. Speed, power, more power, and I feel like I'm well-rounded. I can compete in all areas. So I feel like I'll bring a lot, something different besides just size, you know. Uh, now, were you really, uh, what were you doing right before? Were you delivering bread literally right before you, you got, uh, you fought that first fight? No, I delivered bread a while back. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I've literally done it all, yeah. <laughs> But it is funny when you look back at the the other jobs and you think, all right, this is going to be my life. This is what I'm going to do. And then all of a sudden, what was the opportunity that came that actually got you in front of Dana White? Uh, I mean, I took a fight last minute for Legacy and just destroyed a guy that was 10-2. And, and I think that helped and, you know, just keep my name out there, just, you know, constantly just trying to position myself to, you know, for an opportunity. I was always trying to stay ready for a last-minute shot if it, if it came about for the UFC, so... I think it just kind of worked out. Worked out in his favor. Besides training, what are you what are you doing in the, your your downtime? Tell us about your 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 hobbies. Ah uh, man, I love hiking. I'm an outdoors guy. Oh yeah, like yeah, I love hiking. I mean, yeah, that's something I like to do. Just I like to be out in nature. Just you know, uh, just, you're a nature uh, guy. You go camping and stuff. Uh, not so much camping. I mean, I, I do do some camping, but not like you know hiking out or just you know. Can, but I just like to I like to hike. I just like to be outside and just do certain things. I like to run. Oh, no wonder why you're in such good shape. I'm such a not outdoors person. <laughs> I get so fucking freaked out by bugs and the woods. <laughs> Aren't you afraid of getting lost? That scares the shit out of me. I'm gonna get lost. Getting lost kind of excites you a little bit. You can just try to find your way back. I don't know. Now, did you ever have an incident with it? With an, and a friend of mine goes camping all the time, and he's bumped into like black bears and rams. Have you had anything, or uh, or a goat? Maybe it was a goat. I'm saying it's a ram. It's probably a goat. Um, have you seen anything that you thought might attack you? Yeah, I ran into a coyote once. The first time ever doing that, and that kind of freaked me out because he didn't see me, and I walked right up on him, coming out of a bush. Oh shit! Was so it I didn't Wiley? know what to expect. Was he what? Wiley? I don't know. Wiley Coyote. It's nah. a fucking horrible. That's a Chip Chipperson <laughs> joke. I'm sorry. Don't blame dude. Chip for that one. <laughs> yeah, listen. And Chris dropped the ball with the booze. Yeah, but listen to me. They can't all be. They can't all be gems. What'd you do when you saw the fucking coyote bird? Yeah, <laughs> I took off running like anybody would. Did it come after you? Uh, by the time I got through running and turned around, he was gone. So I guess he probably ran the other direction. I don't know. That's <laughs> Where uh, were you? They usually uh, people see them in L.A. all the time. Like they attack people's dogs. Yeah, fucking coyotes. Uh huh. Holy shit. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Where were you? I was in a state park out here in Cedar Hill, Texas. Oh, okay. Kind of roaming around. The trail had been closed. I wasn't supposed to be on the trail, and I saw it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I How big was here. it? How big? Well, I can remember. I mean, it was probably about the size of like, uh, like uh, I guess a medium-sized dog, like a medium-sized German Shepherd, not a big one. So it was kind of halfway. Are they known to be aggressive? I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't trying to stick around and figure it out, but no, I hear I was you. Trying to get out the way. 
Man, I hear about stuff like that, and, and then people talk about like in L.A. or whatever. What do they have? Like not what do they have? The Bobcats or some shit? Mountain lions. Mountain lions. Yeah, lions. Mount- Is that way off? Bobcat? <laughs> Am I way off? No, I think that too. Anyway, I hear about that shit, and I'm thinking about people like, oh, it's nice in the hills and the nature walks. I'm like, I would have to always carry around like a shank with me or something. I'd have to have something with me. A pistol. Fuck a shank. He's not a, you know, yeah, you gotta get a license for that. Get like yeah, a I know, but you gotta blade. shank it like it's a guy in I will be, I'll be like a, a five foot six Liam fucking, uh, what's his name? What's the guy that's yeah, from Liam Taken? Neeson. Yes! You ever see that movie with him fighting the wolves? He fucking got yeah, to, he, he, that's the one where he, uh, <laughs> he where the, he got stranded right out there at the Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, something. What the fuck was that? What, what uh, was that movie? What a funny, what a, not a funny movie. It was horrendous, but it was uh, bad movie. It wasn't a great movie, but no, it was okay. It was, was fighting I, wolves. Well, at the end. They, he got cornered, so he got like a bunch of these glass bottles, and he put it between his fingers, and he broke the bottles, and he yeah. uh, and he was gonna fight the fucking wolf, <laughs> and it ended with the wolf yeah. jumping on him. And I don't know if you waited till after the credits or which I did for some reason. Is it the gray, Is the gray, yeah. yes. Anyway, they show that he got the wolf too when he fucking the wolf jumped on him. I Did guess. he get killed as well? well? Yeah, he was. He didn't make it. It was yeah, pretty they, depressing. They, yeah, they kind of jumped him. That's that's the one where he kind of they they pushed him all the way back towards the den. That's what it was. That's yeah. how he ended up getting ambushed. Yeah. yeah, he got. Yeah, he got definitely at the end. He got he got screwed. But we kind of gave that away. Spoilers for the gr- okay. for I, the gray I, that came yeah. out in 2010. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was never going to see the gray. I thought it, I thought it, I thought it was about a pube I found. <laughs> <laughs> so you have no indication of when when you might be fighting. No, not yet. I haven't I haven't heard anything yet. I'm still kind of finishing up the USADA stuff, getting that submitted. So I mean, uh, I'm sure I'll find something out pretty soon. Yeah. What do you think of Bisping against uh, GSP? They haven't announced it yet, but we all think it's going to happen. I don't know. I like I like uh, GSP in that. I think, really? I think he's going to come back with something to prove. And uh, I, like I know he's been training since he's been gone. So you don't think the three year layoff is going to hurt him against Bisping? I think it will, but I mean, his wrestling was so far above what the uh, I think what Bisping's was. I mean, I I think he could kind of fall right back into that. Now looking at the division. And you're about to enter it, the world stage. Is there any particular fighter that you go, listen, I'd like to debut in the UFC. I like to fight this guy. That would be a good style for me. Now, before you say, ah, whoever they UFC, give me, what? Whoever they give me. Whoever, before you say, whoever they give me, I'm a professional and yada, yada. Is it anybody? Now, people like honesty. If you, anybody, uh, you say that guy, you maybe watched him fight before, you know he's in your weight class. Don't worry about hurting people's feelings. You're not here to make friends. Just tell us, is there anybody you're like, yo, I'd like to be locked in a cage with that guy. Put me in there in my debut. Man, honestly, to be all honest, I mean, I don't really have a name. I'm really open to fighting anybody. I care. I, I don't I don't care if it's in the top oh, ten. Hold I'll on. Fight somebody last minute. Bird, you know what I think of that answer? <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry, pal. Yeah. I'm only, listen, now you got a good personality. I can tell her. Yeah, you should have said Jacare. Are you going to yeah, fight? Yeah, reach yeah. anybody. After you, when you do fight, promise you don't have to do this. But as a guy who's been around, you know, and I know what people like, when you get your fight in the, in your debut, and things go as planned, you take care of business. Have have a, have a name ready. Have a name ready. Have a name ready, bird. Yeah. That's how I, these I fights. <laughs> that's how these fights happen. Because somebody has yeah, a name, I see that. and I you're see excited. That. I, remember, I remember a lot of guys talking about that. Now I'm definitely have a name ready. I'm, I'm Think, definitely gonna have somebody. Look, in my you don't have, go ahead. You don't have to be a poet, but you don't have to be like your hero, Muhammad Ali. You don't have to come up with a sure. nursery rhyme. You just have to say, "Look, man, lock me in the cage with that guy." And he's not getting yeah. out. Hey, Kevin Lee is fighting Tony Ferguson. I mean, Kevin Lee is jumping over Edson Barboza and a couple of other guys. So well, he's a great fighter, but yeah. he's a great also fighter, but not bad on the mic either. He's great on the mic. He's very honest. Sometimes you talk your way into a great fight. You talk your way into a did championship you see, fight. Did you see Kevin did you hear Kevin Lee's response to the John Jones thing? No. I can't no, repeat I didn't. it. I'm not well, go watch it. I, I'm not gonna touch it with a ten foot. There was a lot of man, that N word, that N word. It was a lot of oh, N word. Okay. I can't say it. Uh, I, I'd feel man. weird. It'd get awkward on this thing. But go watch it. But I'm just saying, he is who he is. That guy. Yeah, I love. Kevin I like Lee. Kevin Lee. I do. Yeah, you know? yeah. I like. I like. I like. I like him a lot. I think he's well rounded. Yeah. I think he's good for his division. 
Well, well, look, man, we, uh, we, it was really fun watching you. Uh, congratulations on those two fights, and congratulations on getting the UFC contract. That's awesome. Yeah, man, that's huge, dude. Man, I appreciate it, guys. I really do appreciate you guys having me on. Oh, well, well we're happy to, man, and we're happy that this series is like exposing people to a lot of fighters who are up and coming, and it's a great way to get into the UFC. You have the Ultimate Fighter uh, house and show, and you got this. It's just, it's nice to see, and of course, you have Looking for a Fight. Oh, I thought you were going to leave oh, that out. Of course for a fight. not. Dana White's Looking for a Fight featuring <laughs> Dean Thomas, and <laughs> Matt Sarah. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. But uh hey, listen, promise us that uh when you do get you know, hey man, you know the ETA when you're coming to get a fight, come back on here and bullshit with us some more. Yes, sir, I will do. I definitely will. All right, congrats again, man. Thanks for hanging out. Thank with you us. very much, Charles. Take care, buddy. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good one. Yes, hey, and congratulations. Man. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our good friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. Obviously, that's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And it's such an intimidating process for all of us. Look, this is really simple. Allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030. By the way, people were tweeting me. Barbosa had uh, shoulder surgery. He's oh, still that's recovering. what it is. Okay, so cool. He's, he's injured. That's, it was an injury. That's yeah. I accept that answer. Yeah. Did you ever get like a... But he doesn't need his shoulders. He's fucking... That's <laughs> Barbosa. He kicks. It's we're getting, We're getting so comfortable in here with each other. Like, we know each other. Like, ah, I'm crazy. Fuck. What happened? Stop crazy. You cramped up? Oh, oh God, I couldn't be happier oh, right now. <laughs> I'm so happy. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. I'm so happy that oh, this happened. What are you getting? Your calf? What's the matter? No, he's my, my, I'm my hamstring. I think oh. I'm tempted anyway, to get behind him. <laughs> Bending over. So we, you know, we get used to each other's mannerisms and stuff. So we're talking, and it's kind of like something at home, like with my wife or something. Like I poured the my my diet Dr Pepper, which was warm as. Fuck. Piss warm. Piss warm. I touch it and, and he goes, it might, it's just, it's not, it's a little cool. cool. It's not, I'm like, dude, this is, what is this? Not, so not, anyway, I'm not, not, a, I'm not cool. a prima donna, but the point is, uh, he's like, well, a little bit, okay, listen, I gotta be taking hey, care Hey, Chris, of where's up cookies? <laughs> listen, so he, so he brought me a glass with ice. Actually, Brittany did. Yes. Thank, Brittany's so sweet. Sure. So Brittany got me a nice glass of ice. So during this interview, I poured a little bit. And I get a shake of the head and a, a naughty look. Like I made some noise because it's like it went. For, I, for I me, I didn't care. It fizzed. Not from you, Jimmy. Oh, from that motherfucker. I gave a little hand. He gave, like he did, a, he did a he did a like a like 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 it's like like if I my wife see like sees any uh, PP on the bowl like on the if I did, <laughs> I missed and she goes <sighs> and shakes her head. He fucking shook his head at me like I was a. I was looking for something to throw at him and I didn't have anything. I didn't want to. I didn't want a pencils too. Pens too hard. I was gonna crumple up something and throw it at him. Yeah, because I got instantly annoyed at his at his fucking face. You didn't like being scolded. Fucking shush me, Chris the producer. Yeah, you don't like being scolded. And it wasn't. It was more of a look of disappointment. Like it was more of a question of like. It's more of a, oh, why would you do that now? during the interview? Oh, yeah. During the interview, you don't want to be scolded. Oh, by a guy your first day. <laughs> you don't want a guy with a Michael Chiesa beard to scold you. Maybe it would have made noise if it was it was fucking cold. Good point. <laughs> you that's know? True. No, that is that's right. a fair well, point. Well, then we're even now. All right, I'm, I'm over it. But anyway, listen, I got a new car. I I'm got a new truck. You do. Thank goodness. Thank goodness, Jimmy. You, it's you been get ten it? years. And Longo is. Yeah, fuck. I, I I stopped at home. I stopped because I got ADD. Sorry. And I'm trying to tell a story. You left I out the I and the S. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, oh. <laughs> Skinny motherfucker, you should get that. That's the best weight loss. Is you, you get tested lately? Yep. You're good, Jimmy. I'm, I'm waiting for results. I don't want to see. You Ah shit. What you got a new truck? I do. I got a new Tahoe. Midnight edition. Smells good, right? I that love new it. smell. Nah, it already stinks of herb. You know, <laughs> I'm only kidding. No, no. I don't, don't you love that new car smell? I don't think. I'm joking. Uh yes, I love it. I do too. Oh, Jimmy, you gotta understand. I've been driving my. uh 
my old Tahoe that I got from coaching the Ultimate Fighter season six in two thousand and eight. And I that thing, listen, man, I that I didn't think for a decade. Yeah. So I get the new car, I'm all happy. I call Longo. He's like, oh, oh boy, you're the best. Oh. He goes, almost like I'm a simpleton. Like I'm all happy to have a he goes, you should have did it eight years ago. What are you? I'm like, fucking, that guy's, you know, he's always leasing his Cadillacs or whatever he's got. Yeah. Like, I go, well, I go, look, I waited this long. And so when you wait that long and you drive your, your truck into the, not to the ground, but like, you listen, the AC's fucking on it. Now it's, listen, it, it was dated, you know, after a decade. Yeah, know? yeah. So, I mean, he's thinking I should have done it a while ago. Yeah, good use out of but it. But I got, but now, after that long, and now I'm driving my new truck, oh, it's, Right. So nice, Jimmy. I love a good new vehicle. It's so nice. Yeah. Uh, look at you. I know you drove to my house that time. It's something really nice. Yeah. A little James Bond looking motherfucker. I'm not just leasing a Mercedes. Fuck it. It's okay. It was cheaper than the well, car I was leasing. Hey, and I gave in my uh, truck, you know, to help lower the payments because I'm leasing it. Sure. It worked out great. Oh, you are leasing? Yeah. Some one of my buddies is like, oh, don't tell me you're, you're giving that truck away. I go, what? Because you got it from the show. I go, what am I going to have a fucking huge trophy and my fucking what am i doing with the fucking thing you know you gotta rip it off like a band-aid just let it go let it go that was like millennium my millennium falcon i had to let that thing go you had the belt what do you just look at the truck i lost i gotta find my belt (laughs) yeah that you should find that i should find but i got the memories jimmy that should be on the fucking when i'm in the rocking chair as an old man who cares where the belt is well i mean look you got a new truck and obviously you're an ex-fighter you're a tough guy UFC fighters are very tough. I want to say it. But you know... I want to say it! That's not the only thing that's tough. Say it first. There are... What? Other things that are tough. What's that, Jimmy? Toyo Tires! That's correct. That's why Toyo has been a proud sponsor of the UFC, because they're tough and the fighters are tough, just like the UFC fighters. Toyo tires are built for battle. It's an all-or-nothing philosophy. Aggressive design, durability, on- and off-road capabilities. Yes to all of them. Yes. Living life on the highway, yes. Toyo has you covered. Yes. Spending some serious time off-road, they have a tire for that, too. Yeah. No matter what you drive, Toyo has what you need. And frankly, the tires just look cool. Yeah. Any vehicle, every terrain, all-or-nothing Toyo Tires! Now the next time you need tires, ask for Toyo. To experience more, visit toyotires.com backslash UFC. Toyo Tires, T-O-Y-O, toyotires.com backslash UFC. Oh, we love Toyo Tires here at UFC Unfiltered. Thank those guys for supporting us. We appreciate that very much. We always do. Now we would be negligent if we didn't get to Conor McGregor news because obviously this is... You I want to. I, I don't want to get off. Oh, wait, first of all, did you see that little uh, thing with him and uh, Paulie? Uh... That's what I was about to talk about. Oh, okay. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Is is he one of Showtime's color commentators? Paulie Malignaggi. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. he doing the fight? Yeah, he'll be there. How is Showtime having him do the fight when he's screaming "Bring your balls, pussy!" <laughs> to the one of the guys fighting? Yeah, I don't know. How I mean, is that happening? Well, it's Con- I mean, I was gonna say it's Connor's fault, but that's not what I mean. But Connor's the one that brought him in. To sparring, anyway, he was already a Showtime commentator. No, no, so I, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess you know so. I mean? But still, it's, it seems like a conflict of interest, almost. As a commentator, knows. like, can you picture Brian Stan to... yelling at somebody like that? Oh shit! By the way, Brian Stan left the UFC. Did he leave them or is he leaving them? I think he's leaving the UFC. He is, but did he leave them already? No, he made a keep talk. Yeah, I think th- I think that's that's it. I think he's, he's gone. Last, man. Uh, you know what it is? When I spoke to him too, and he said it also, he's been away. I forget how many times. You got a bat in the cave? No. Okay. I thought, I thought you were looking for something. Huh? You gonna pick a winner? You know, you had Mitch. My nose, I have nothing. My nose is so dry. I'm sorry, Jim. I, no, no, I can't. I'm literally peeling my nose off the back. It's so dry. I'm using a new nose spray. Wink at me if you really gonna get a bet. Okay, Jimmy, I'm not gonna blow. I'm not gonna blow you. It's not okay. I'll dig, I'll dig in my nose on national television. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know. Um, so Brian is gone. Yes, already. he even told me. Listen, I have. I know how it's what it's like with kids to be away. I'm so fortunate oh. that I don't got to go away that much, you know, but just enough. No, I'm only kidding. But wait, oh, so he misses his I think, I think it was, yeah, he has three little girls like me, man. So he's, I know he's, uh, I think the traveling was really killing him. That's what I, that's what he was telling me. He's going for his MBA and I think he's going to a real estate. Brian Stan is a 
fucking great announcer, man. That's a shame. Good, good, uh, good luck to him and and and, and farewell. What a great announcer. He was always fun, man. I always I hope I to see him a lot still. I only met him. I only talked to him oh, that one nice time. I, I never got to know him. Very, very good guy and. And, a, and, a, and he knows, and a, his, he knows, and fucking. a great fucking fighter, man. I mean, that guy had that. He was a very tough fighter. I mean, he was a powerhouse, and he's a great announcer. And I thought he was great at the fights. That's what's gonna suck. He really, I wish really, he could jump on once in a while. I know they don't work it like that, but he was good. He, he was because he, he knows he's been in who's there. Who's replacing him? It's gonna be John Anik and who? Oh, I like Anik too. I like Anik a lot. Yeah. yeah well, they got the whole. T- I mean, Cruz Cormier still in the mix. You yeah. know, Rogan's there for the. They're all house. good. They're all yeah. good. I don't got a problem with any of those guys. Ryan stands a big loss though. Yeah, and I feel like he's come into his own over the last, like, you know, whatever, year or so. Yeah. But good luck to him. Jimmy. Yeah, I'm going to miss you next week. I know. You know who's going to begin here with me? Your buddy. I'm doing your show. Yes, you are. Friday morning. I know. Tomorrow morning. I, no, you twitching or winking? Winking. I know. I did both. I, uh, I was going to do it today. Today. But I got to go to Adventureland with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I understand. I do. Totally. I get feel it. bad, and I and I feel bad because your guy Roland texted me. He said, "I said yes, I'm in for Thursday," and then I remembered that I promised my kids. I, this was not really that entertaining, but I promised my kids I take them to Adventureland, Jimmy. Yeah, that's it. Well, you're a good well, you're a good husband and a good uh, father. Yeah, I like to think so. And uh, you know, it's almost back to school time. For oh, I know kids. it is. I'm looking forward to the fight this weekend, though, Jimmy. I am. I am too. We'll very get back much. To we'll get back to who's going to be here next week. I think I said that and then didn't repeat it. We you know, I, I got to say too. What? Mark Hunt. Can we fucking get him on this show? Yes. Instead of guys that cancel on us last minute and Octagon Girls who cancel on us last minute, can we get Mark Hunt, who I want to talk to for Christ's sake, reacted on Instagram to Verdum for against Derek Lewis? <laughs> to read it. I <laughs> fucking love Mark Hunt. Thought you wasn't ready to fight. You're a true chicken shit, Verdum. <laughs> Fucking bum. There's two things I hate in fighters. Cheaters and filthy dog cowards. <laughs> Holy shit. You, do you understand, though, what a tough guy you have to be to call Fabricio Verdum a filthy dog coward? Right. Right, a guy that can probably beat the shit out of 99% of but the But do you understand, right? like, what a yeah. savage... Like, do you understand how that world... I'll never exist in that world... Will you look at Verdum as a filthy dog coward Small and you cunt. say it publicly? Smart cunt. I know, but still. You know how many walk-offs he had? How many fucking mic drops? It's like a mic drop. Uh, Mark, oh, Mark Hunt is a barbarian, and I love Mark Hunt. Even when he loses, I still love Mark I love watching him. I love that, uh, I love that scene of those New Zealand guys giving him like, the send-off, and they're all doing their little shaka thing. Yeah, not Shaka. I know, <laughs> I know it, it's it called uh, Shaka. Haka. Right? Haka. Oh, I'm close. Yeah. Oh, not Shaka. It's Haka. The Maoris. The Maoris do it. Right. Did you, you watch see? the Game of Thrones yet? Uh, yeah, I'm all caught up. You're all caught up. The season's amazing. How great! This season. I know we're all over the place, but how great was it, Jimmy? Amazing. It was so great. You know who I really like when people don't. All the guys that went behind the walls. I, we'll get back to that more content in a second. We're not getting off it, Jimmy. I know you okay. love him. He's uh, Chris. Try to get him on the phone right now. Um... I like that Beric. You know who Beric the, the, I don't the, know the names. I'm going to tell you. It's the guy who got brought back to life by the the, the, yes. the red bitch. Yeah, he's got a patch. The eye thing, yeah. yeah. I think that guy is... I could hear that guy talk all day long. That guy... Hear what he's saying? That he's a little corny, but what he says. But it, but it's so... He doesn't like bullies either, Jimmy. Because John's trying to understand it all. He's got a lot of questions. <laughs> and then me... And, and Beric is telling him behind the way. He's telling him maybe... All we have to understand is that we have to defend those who can't defend themselves. Almost like superhero shit. But he says it nice. That's, a, that's he, from A Few Good Men, by the way. Defend Well, that's from a lot of things. Defend those. That's, that's, that's superhero stuff. Yeah, but then he said something about, you know, we, we guard that wall. I didn't like You don't it. ask me how I guard that wall. I, I, I'm I heard staring that. at a bunch of Cubans. And I, I like when he told John Jones that he, oh. about, the, about his birth. He goes, you can't handle the truth, he told him. All right, I can't do a good job. <laughs> Neither can I. So that was a boo ready to have it. But uh, I like that was fun. The boo bird, though, wasn't it? He he gave us the generic fucking I'll fight anybody. It's a terrible answer. Let me tell you. And he's a nice guy. (laughs) He's a great guy. He's a great guy. You got to get rid of that. You got to drop that. Yeah. Drop that. Hey, whoever they see fit. That's not my job. I don't like that answer because it's not a good answer. Jimmy. No. 
Jimmy. So listen, oh. what, what do you think about? Talk to this me. Is Jimmy. The last, this is the last uh, podcast we'll have together for a week. Uh, that's upset. Oh, I'm gonna by call, the way, I'm going to call it. By the way, on Monday, on Tuesday. Well, okay. uh, oh yeah, for sure. The Connor fight. Um, that was weird to see. Uh, what's his name? Paulie Malinaggio. Yeah. Malinaggio. What? Uh, Show up in that thing at the. Yeah. Point. You think he's trying to set up something for him in the future with, with Connor? Oh yeah. Is that yeah, what he thinks going I, I on? Think so, yeah. There's already odds out for that fight. Really? I'll tell you. Yeah. The, I, we have to see how this thing goes down. With with, I'm really it, what a spectacle it is, huh? Kinda Everybody's like talking about it. You got people, your ass kicked. You got your ass kicked. Just take it. People don't ask me, like people that know me around the neighborhood or whatever. They see me, whatever. They they don't bring up a lot of fights to me right. lately, but unless it's like a really big one, and everybody's been bringing this up to me. It's an event. And people that don't even, I'm like, wow, I didn't even know you knew who that guy was. Like. So it is. It is. It is an event. If I wasn't going to be away in Iceland, I, I I was going to have people over. Bob Kelly's having people over. Matt invited me over. Um, uh, Anthony Kumi is having a big party. Like people are just having giant parties around this. This is a much bigger than boxing or UFC event. This is. They said this. By the way, so many people have bet on Connor now uh, that, that it's it's a big problem for Vegas if he wins. I want. I, I hope I, he I, wins. I want him to land that shot. I mean, because some too. of these boxing analysts are just so damn smug with their fucking. Oh, of course he's not. Oh, it's gonna be a shot. But they're so like smug with it. And, oh, I like. Oh, I was watching. Oh, what a bunch of idiots. They might be right though. Oh no, not about that. But wait till they see the difference. See the the UFC. They don't know how how extremely talented the boxes are and they got a, and they're way more technical and he was saying when you see the technique of a yeah but dude of course in that sport because he was talking about combat sports in general but it was like dude we have the art of we're using everything in our fight well you don't have like, to worry about being taken down when you're fighting it's a different sport altogether i could show you some some mixed martial arts fights that are a thing of beauty my fight with Kelly Delante, but that's not the point. No, of course not. No, Jimmy. It's just an example. It's a fun fight, Jimmy. I'm sure it was. I won. I know you did. Okay. But that's not the point. The point is there's beautiful fights out there. And uh, a lot of and it's extremely technical. So that these old geezers have no idea what the fuck they're watching. Well, they, they, this is well, here's what they the boxing. First of all, they are arrogant, but th th there's been such a surge in mixed martial arts. Yeah, they're jealous. Basically. Boxing is looking at this like now here's our time to shine. And we're going to let you guys know the technique in boxing. This is them kind of rebelling against all the... Because everyone has just been saying, look, every UFC fighter would kick the shit out of every boxer. Yeah. And it's kind of correct. I mean, I'd put Demetrius Johnson up against a fucking 175-pound boxer as he'd take him down. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so they, they kind of know that. So this is the one area where they do reign supreme. And the reality is Conor has never faced a guy who fights as well as a boxer as Mayweather. Never. He's never faced anybody close no. to Mayweather. Mayweather has faced probably everyone he's faced boxes better than McGregor. And there's no disrespect to McGregor. He's never fought a fucking professional fight. We all know that. That said, I want him to win. I am pulling for him to win. I was debating betting on him, but the odds aren't good enough anymore. There's no. still 2,500 to one, I would. But, yeah, listen. they said 95% of the bets are going towards Conor now. Because you know, they got the odds. Yeah. And all I know is, at the end of the day, if it's a real fight, it's not even a fight. So, I mean, yeah. they can say what the hell they want. He can go out there and lose in two seconds. He can get shut out. I mean, if he goes the distance, I mean, the other guy should be... That, Anything should after be five rounds is a victory for Connor. Yeah, that's he, it, man. Anything, if he goes to four rounds and it's still solid. But when's the last time the other guy put somebody away? He's not a knockout guy, but again, he's not fighting a guy who boxes as well as other boxers. He, he sh Floyd Mayweather should knock Conor McGregor out. He's still a professional fighter. Yeah. He should absolutely be able to knock out a guy who has never fought a professional boxer. That's match. the thing, man. If he gets in range close enough to try to knock Conor out, that's in Conor's range. Well, he's going to have to do that. But I still say he fights a defensive fight. Connor, Absolutely, yeah. Connor is, I feel, something special with those with his the way he comes back and his accuracy. I he's mean, so the, fast with that left. You know, we're going we're gonna to see. And did they agree on the gloves? Yeah, eight-ounce eight gloves. Floyd fought with them his whole career, though. He's got, I think, 45 of his a fights. A lot of his those. fights, yes. yeah. Hey, man, listen. We're going to be watching is all I know. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch. I'm going to be in fucking Iceland on my computer watching. I'll be jumping out of my... Virtual reality to watch. Oh, you know, oh yeah. <laughs> Got a new game today. I'm gonna go play it. <laughs> child, big man, child. Good. I like I, that um, about you. Yeah, Jimmy. I did some rolling this morning. I feel so good. Are you Jimmy. gonna miss me? 
I'm, I am gonna miss you next okay. week, Jimmy. I know you're looking at the clock. Yeah, I got uh, piss. We got we got Bobby Kelly coming in next week. I'm so happy to see Bobby. And uh, who else? I, I was I'm gonna text him and say hi and say I'm gonna see you next see you next week. And he's gonna go. Oh, what have you been up to? I go save it for the air. No, I'm not gonna say that. But uh, and also next week, Eddie coming in or no? Eddie is unfortunately not coming in. He's calling them. We're gonna talk. But to you Eddie know who's gonna be in? I do know. Ricardo Big Dog Almeida. Oh, one good. of the guys I came up with. I cannot wait. We're gonna reminisce. We're gonna bring it back. I mean, now since he's retired, he you know, he's uh Frank Yeager's jiu-jitsu coach, Eddie Alvarez's, uh and he works with Essen Barboza. We're gonna talk about all that. And I also wanna talk coming up with him in Manhattan, man. I've been with Ricardo Almeida. We compete we went together to Abu uh, to Abu Dhabi, we competed together over there. We went to Japan more than once. My first time over there. I've been to Brazil with him. So I mean, I'm very, very tight. This guy is one of the guys that gave me my most beatings coming up. We oh really? Would, oh, we would battle on the mat, battle in front of our sensei to try to please him. Just go at it like rabid dogs. It was so great. Oh, he loved it. Oh, me, me, and Ricardo. Did he give you some beatings? Oh yeah. <laughs> We had we had we had good battles, man. We had good times, man. It's great, you know. Did you give so him I, some beatings? I, I had my, I had my days. He had his. You know what I mean. But uh, but it helped, you know, you know, forge, you know, it helped mold us into the fucking men we all look at those fucking calves. Oh my god! Look at those calves. Touch it. Touch it. I touch can't. it, Jimmy. I Jay, can't. touch my calf. You're cleaning it up. If I do. No, don't, don't, don't touch it. I, I, I take it back. Can't help. It looks like you're stealing a hockey puck. Uh, you know, Jimmy, if only I didn't eat pizza or cake, uh, pizza and cake, I've been eating bad. <laughs> I went to this place, Chris's, the other day. They had this delicious, right? And they have this the, the best chocolate cake you can ever have. That yeah. and the tomato rice soup. I know it's a different uh, contrast there, but their chocolate cake, Jimmy, is the, Jimmy. It's good. It's the best chocolate cake you ever had. So I got a slice for myself because I got home and my wife and my kids were, they were out at my, at my in-laws because my, my sister-in-law was in town. So I got an extra slice for them okay. at home, you know, just see who wants it, you know, whatever. So, you know, I got home and this was on, this was when the last show when we were here. So the other day. So I go home and I, and uh, I ate my, I ate dinner and stuff. I, I picked it up at that place, Chris's, and I had a little chocolate cake and then they didn't get home till later on. So what I did was I, I was getting hungry again. So I had like half of the other chocolate cake. Oh, you Jimmy. Are. And I and I hid the other chocolate cake. So I made it like I say guys, I saved you half Bye. the chocolate cake. She goes, Oh, you didn't get one for us? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, honey. And then I was starting to smile because I'm not good at lying. And I was just like smiling like I'm special. And she's like, what? She's like, don't, all right. Well, you saved us some. And that, like, I was nice. And then I gave, I'm like, all right. I ate, I ate a, a, a cake and a half. I ate a slice <laughs> and a half. <laughs> and she's like, you down? Could you, you ate the The kids left the cake. I felt like Dom DeLuise from Fatso. <laughs> I was all shamed. I'm sitting there. <laughs> fucking, I was sitting there fucking sulking. Oh, Wait, did she, but she doesn't mind when you eat though. Oh no, she she's a bit of a chubby chaser. She likes me. She likes when I'm. She likes me chubby. She likes me chubby, and I like my wife's ass. I I love my. I like attacking my wife. I'm dude. Thank God this morning too. I went to say goodbye to her, and then she's like, oh, well, "You want a quickie?" I go, "Yes." What? Do I want a quickie? Yes. What am I gonna say? No, no, honey, I gotta go. Yeah. You out of your fucking mind? She by the time she fucking she turned around, I was naked. You were ready. Oh. Well, I was naked. I had to get ready. I got ready real quick, though. A little touch of a bum bum. I was ready, Jimmy. But after that... Talk to me. Aren't you too tired to roll? No. No. I get a little a little espresso. I feel good, Jimmy. All right. Watch, Jimmy. I'm jealous. I have fun, Jimmy. You do. I do. I get my head straight. Yeah. A little espresso. Some pot, some cake. You're what? Good. <laughs> Hot cake? All right, Jim. Jimmy, this is not... Uh, this is not goodbye. This is until we see yeah, I'll again. See you next, I'll see you in a week. Yeah, I'm back in a week. I'm just going away. Jimmy, I, I miss you when I don't see you. I do too. I do. I know that's a weird thing to say to another dude. No, it's not. It's, I'm, not I'm not homophobic with, the, with that weird stuff. Yeah, well, it's different. I had, if I had a tits and a wig, I'm fucking I'd be asshole. taking you with me. <laughs> Jimmy! Never mind. Oh. Listen to me. That was going to... That would have been ruined, a great That would have been... A that great ending. been Chris, forget about the ice. Can you just get me a new pair of shorts? Hi-oh! 
UFC Unfiltered. What do you want to plug? Don't. I'm going to plug my own tour, JimNorton.com. If you want to see me, come see me. It's a brand new hour of material. Moi, just as importantly, McGregor Mayweather this Saturday. I don't need to promote it, but it's an, it's an event. And even if you're not that interested, if you're a hardcore UFC guy and you're like, yeah, it's a boxing match, it's still an interesting, interesting combat sport event. Regardless of what happens, this type of shit gets talked about all the time. What would happen if, what if, and now it's happening. Ooh. So the fact is, this is not Couture James Tony. Uh, How'd that go? Not well for Tony. <laughs> this is a bigger event, and um, it's going to be very, very interesting. If Connor gets killed, he gets killed. If he, if he fucking gets a, a shot in and knocks Mayweather out, either way, you still want to see this fight. I know I'm going to buy this fight. I'm going to purchase this fight if I can't find a place that's showing it in Iceland at 3 in the morning. I don't care. Yeah. So I'll see you guys in a week. And uh, thank you very much to uh, Charles Bird for calling in. And I guess Ray Borg was uh, just too busy to get back to uh, us. Okay, cool. That's cool, Borg. Go Mighty Mouse. <laughs> Yay, Team Mighty Mouse. All right, we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. I'll be here next week, though. Make sure you listen. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.